This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Thank you so much for joining us this morning on your way to work in your car. Maybe it's nighttime, whatever time you're listening to this. We're so glad that you're on the ALC Daily Podcast with us. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. I'm Dr. Jonathan Clark. We're talking about ways that God's Spirit helps you understand the Bible better, and this is part two. Part two, and we do, I do encourage our podcast these first four days this week. is kind of like a series. One's going to build on the other, so if you've missed Monday and Tuesday, go back and listen to those. Uh, today, I, I reflect on back when I was in college, um, you know, four years of college, and then I went to four years of medical school, so eight years of quote-unquote higher learning, um, and I remember college being difficult, mm. and I think it probably is for everyone. You know, college really isn't designed to be a cakewalk. <laughs> uh, you had to, or I had to, most people have to learn to study differently when they go from high school to college because mm. it's different. You have to learn new study habits. Mm-hmm. And then when I went from college to medical school, um, it wasn't that medical school concepts were any harder. It was the volume mm. of that was going to come at you, uh, you know, two or three or four times as fast. And you had to, you know, so quote, quote unquote, conquer the material to yeah. pass tests. Yeah. And one person I remember, they said, it's like taking a drink from a fire hydrant. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I found that to be true. Mm. Uh, have you ever tried to take a drink from a fire hydrant? Not from a fire hydrant, but uh, I have tried to, you know, when I didn't know that I could just take the head off of the hose, I have tried to take the, a drink out of one of those pressure uh, pressure handles on the end of a hose. Yeah, it doesn't work out very well. It doesn't feel very good either. <laughs> if you're thirsty, your your thirst is getting quenched, and it could be painful actually. Yeah. And I, I, but I remember, and I I know it's not just medical school. I know there's a lot of jobs, there's a lot of training and courses that are just like taking a drink mm-hmm. from a fire hydrant. Now hold that thought, and we're going to pull again today from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God, because we're talking about ways God's spirit helps us understand the Bible part two. Mm-hmm. Um, verse 12, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. I think that's our take-home passage from 1 Corinthians today. The Spirit of God is inside of us to teach us that we may know the things freely given to us by God. (coughs) Excuse me. Mm. Referencing Isaiah chapter 11, verse Mm 2, the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding. So there's some biblical foundation for ways God's Spirit helps us understand. And again, I'm going to reference back to Monday. We talked about 2 Timothy 3, where God is the author of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, where the Bible is alive Mm -hmm. and it's living, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. And the 1 John chapter 2, where it talks about how the Holy Spirit is inside of us. Mm -hmm. 
What do you think about that? <laughs> we got <laughs> Coffee John over here. <laughs> Coffee John has to cough. He's got to cough. Yeah. I was I was making sure you're all right. Ask me. Oh, your, okay. Ask yeah. me your question one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm okay now. Okay. Okay. I, think I did my cough and I'm okay now. Okay. He got it cleared out. So I, I was reflecting back on this particular podcast today mm-hmm. and how um, when I started reading the Bible early, uh, it was just more for leisure and mm. just kind of at a, at a simple pace. There came a point, uh, I think it was about, I don't know, seven, eight, ten years ago, when um, some of us started saying, hey, this would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go through the Bible in a year. I, I know I had heard of other people doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually had to stop and ask myself, have I ever, have I really read the whole Bible? Mm. And I, I don't know if I had or not mm. because I had, had read it more piecemeal here and there yeah. and whatnot. And, you know, if you sit under a lot of teachers and, and preachers, um, a lot of teachers and preachers will pull out of certain passages over and over and over again. Yeah, That's not wrong, but what what happens is you may not know the rest of the story, mm. which can be balanced. And so we began to, to do some, I, I, the first time I did it, there was a, an actually a patient of mine who gave me a three-year Bible study plan through the NIV. Mm. And it had, a, it had a Bible study book with it. And I remember thinking, okay, well, I, can, I think I can do that. Mm. You know, read through the Bible in three years. And I, I remember that being enjoyable and, and good. And then, and then from there, then we started doing the whole Bible in one year. Yeah. And on the one hand, when I, when I approach it myself, to me, that's kind of like textbook reading. Mm. That's kind of like, okay, this is, if I can say it this way, it's kind of required reading. Yeah. And here's the other thing about med school. I remember thinking when I get out of here (laughs) and I become a doctor, I'm, I'm not going to read like that anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go back and read the things I want to read. Yeah. For And you know, I do that. Yeah. And I, that's where I actually learn a lot of things. But the required textbook reading mm. actually did have a benefit. Mm. I, I hate to admit ah. it. I hate, I hate to admit Man. it. We gotta, it. You're telling all these, <laughs> if you're in college right now, you gotta, you got to pay attention in class. I, I, hate, I hate to admit There was something about remotely reading and and going through things over mm. and over again that it kind of seeps into your heart and your mind in yeah. in a way that you don't realize it's seeping mm. in there. Here here's a here's a fun one. I remember my first year of college, sociology professor Clarence Ketch. <laughs> I can see him today he wore a bow tie. He was a great man. And we were all terrified freshmen. We'd heard horror <laughs> horror stories about college. And I remember him saying if you want to do well in college, doesn't matter what you're studying, read all the required material three times. Mm. He said, if you'll read your assignments three times, you will do well in college. Mm. And I was I was terrified. So I thought, well, this okay. man may know what he's talking about. <laughs> so I, I started doing that. Mm. I started reading the material three times. And it was amazing. The first time it was like, ah, this is hard. I don't know. You know, and the second time it was still kind of drudgery, but by the third time it started it started making sense. Started mm. things started coming. That's that's just an aside. That's an extra. Mm. So I when we read through the Bible, I uh, I look at it kind of like when I was going through college, a disciplined disciplined reading pattern. I I need to read the Bible every mm-hmm. day. Now there's this there's this term. I think it's Greek. Mm. 
<laughs> Here we go. Uh, logos, L-O-G-O-S. Mm-hmm. Yes, I sir. I think that's a Greek term. That is. What? Uh, what? How would you define logos? Yeah, the written word, the literature, the grammar, the actual sentence structure, prefix here, suffix there. Part, first part of a statement, the end, all of these, uh, you know, uh, learning things, you know, calling back to school that you knew, uh, the context of that word, where it falls in the sentence, where is there a comma, where is yeah. there a break, yeah. um, all of those head knowledge in a good way yeah. um, type of perspective, that's Logos. Um, I remember one of my teachers saying the way they defined it was the Logos was the entire Word of God, mm. the entire Bible mm. from <clears throat> excuse me from Genesis one to Revelation mm-hmm. twenty two. Mm. It's all Logos and it's all applicable and it's all alive mm-hmm. and it's all written by God and mm-hmm. it's all potentially profitable to you. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of just s- systematically reading the Bible every year. I think of that benefit for me yeah. and for us is you're getting it in there. Uh, you may or may not be enjoying it at the moment, <laughs> but there's still benefit to doing it. Yeah. And because you're you're learning the whole logos of God. Yeah. And I, I think the value also for people is it helps you stay balanced in your understanding of the word of mm-hmm. God and who yeah. God is. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um I think about when I was young, back to the Bible drill, what that was teaching me was Logos. So yes. to this day, you sit me down and you're like, where is the love chapter? 1 Corinthians 13 immediately yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. Where is the hall of faith? Hebrews chapter 11. You just, just these things, they just pop back into your memory because it is like your element, those elementary school principal yes. type things that you were taught. Yes. Um, and I can just recall it. And it's it's almost a reflex. You yes. hand me a paper Bible, find the book of Isaiah. I can almost flip straight to it. Not That's not a brag on my ability. That's, that's how much they drilled it into us. Yeah. Um, and how much uh, it was important to them that we knew that. I used to know... I know the books of the Bible and the order, but I used to know the songs. I can't recall the songs off the top of my yeah. head right now. Yeah. But what they were doing was they were, and what was happening for you in med school, what happened for me and music theory training and all of those principles is they are building this giant foundation of base knowledge that is required to move forward. Yeah. You don't want, you know... Nobody wants a giant, huge building with this itty bitty foundation in the middle. It won't. Yeah. It won't stand. Whenever the wind blows, that building will go. But if you have this big base foundation of knowledge and understanding, then there are a lot of things that can be built on top of that. Well, uh, another benefit of going through the Bible regularly, now I don't know, I'm on my fourth or fifth or sixth, I don't know. I've, I've lost track. Um, and this year, by the way, we're encouraging a lot of our folks to go through a two-year mm-hmm. Bible rather than a one-year through mm-hmm. a two-year read through the Bible plan. We're actually using the Version Riverside Church two-year plan, and it goes through the Old Testament over two years mm-hmm. and then the New Testament every year plus yeah. the Psalms. Yeah. And there's some, now that I've, I've done it, read through the Bible multiple times with that more that textbook Logos framework, yeah. I'm starting to see connections that I had never mm-hmm. seen before. Yeah. 
Um, and those were almost, like I said, at an unconscious level that I think the challenge with reading systematically disciplined the Bible or anything else uh, is not um, getting mad at it or resenting <laughs> it or thinking, I don't have time. This is a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. You know, staying out of that attitude yeah. and just saying, you know what, this is good for me yeah. and this is going to benefit me, which we're going to talk about more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just, just, just staying, okay, there, there's, I see connections. I'll see patterns. It will yeah. actually benefit me yeah. and it'll help me to lead a more balanced Christian life. Yeah. Yeah, one of the, and this is just an example, and this is for me and Pastor Ben. This was me and him having these conversations. Um, I think this will this will be my fourth year of being a part of this, of getting through the whole Bible within that year time frame. But I remember he and I sitting down, and you know everybody jokes about how dry and hard it is to read the book of Leviticus, right? Well, the easy, the best thing that we did, we sat down, we're like, yeah, this is a long book. There's the occasional like, oh, hey, that's good. But otherwise, you're like, man, this is difficult. But the reality is, is at the beginning, they could not enter into the Holy of Holies. But by the end of the book of Leviticus, they could enter into the Holy of Holies. Yeah. And just that statement, you're like, oh, I see the purpose. I understand. I get it. Yeah. It's a a lot of details for why we get to that purpose. But I'm like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> now I see it. So what happens is, is it's, uh, I guess we could say it's cumulative. It's gained over time. Yeah. And all these small bits of understanding all of a sudden connect. And then you see, oh, there, that's the purpose. Yeah. So, so we encourage everyone to regularly read through the Bible. Mm-hmm. Even, even if you think it's a waste of time, <laughs> it's not, it's, it's benefiting you. Yes. And, you know, if you don't have a plan and would like to join a plan, we encourage you to go to Uversion, search, find the Riverside Church two-year reading plan. Yeah. That, that's a good one. There's lots of other good ones out there. But we encourage regular, systematic, disciplined re- reading through the Bible because you'll begin to digest the logos, the mm-hmm. general Word of God. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. On Sundays, you can join us at 8.30 a.m. for our time prayer meeting and our services at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m.